Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. Today we are going to be talking about five things that we can do every day to cultivate peace in our home. And I'm so excited. Let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you wish that there was a way to spend more quality time with your family without the guilt of letting your house or your to-do list go down the drain? I know what it feels like to try and manage the thousand things that you have to do as a mum each day. The cooking, the cleaning, the picking up, doing errands, running around, drop-offs, laundry, groceries, dishes, let alone actually having time for yourself, for your husband, for your kids, or even time to spend with God. So imagine with me for a moment that you have flow in your homemaking. You have flexible systems that worked for you so you have time to be present and say yes without the guilt when your kids ask to go to the park or for a bike ride. So this is why I'm so excited to announce, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I have a great, I have a very exciting announcement and I am now offering home management audit sessions. And this is where I teach you to create flexible routines for your home to give you back more time in your day, which you can spend playing with your kids and having picnics without mum guilt. So in these sessions, we will identify the areas in your home which are not working for you and your family. And from that, create a flow to take back control of your home and time. So at the end of the session, you'll walk away with one simple action step to turn your biggest stress in your home into a streamlined rhythm as part of your day. So if you're ready to finally get that mountain of laundry off the couch so you have room to sit for movie nights, get back ownership of your time, happiness, and not feel like your to-do list is controlling you, then now is your time to make a change because you absolutely can. I've just opened up my calendar for November and December and I have space for six new clients. So make sure you get your session in before they are all gone. You can head to wholesomemama.com slash coaching and let's create flexible home routines so you can finally have that better balance and spend quality time with your family. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Hey mamas, it's Elise here with a quick message about a new podcast that I've just started listening to, Real Relationship Talk with Dana Che. Dana is a marriage and relationship coach and she really specializes in helping couples to overcome difficulties in their relationship. So she keeps it very real, which I love, and shares around topics like 
heartbreak and affair recovery, heart-focused communication in your marriage, as well as hot and holy sex. So I think that you will love her podcast too. You can go and check it out at realrelationshiptalk.com or just search Real Relationship Talk anywhere podcasts are played. All right, let's get into today's episode. So as homemakers, one of the things that we do is set the tone of our home. We set that atmosphere of our home. And we can either create this as a place that brings our family closer to God, that invites God in, that includes God, makes space for him, or we set it as a space that tears our family away from God. I love what uh, Martha Peace in The Excellent Wife says, the wife and mother in the family often sets the tone in the home. The tone God wants her to set is one of joy, optimism, and delight in the Lord and in her family. Yes, that both the husband and the wife do have the ability to set the tone. But as homemakers, as stay-at-home mothers, we are often the ones who do create that and and we do set the emotional atmosphere of our homes. So I wanted to share with you a few things that we can do as, as mothers to help cultivate peace in our home, to not let our homes be places of um, tension and stress, but to be, to be dwellings of joy and of peace and of love and a space. I like to think of it as a haven for our family. You know, it's a safe space that we all enjoy being and where, where the family loves to be. So one, when I was looking up, I was looking up Bible verses to kind of go with this episode and one that I found was it is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. And that was pretty convicting to me. Not that I, I wouldn't say that I am someone who is quarrelsome, but just the importance of my attitude and my emotions in my home. And, and I have, I've seen this where if mum is unhappy, mum feels like she doesn't have a sense of purpose. Mum feels like her life is lacking. Mum feels depressed, like she's, what's the point? Then that has a flow on effect to how the rest of, rest of the family feel. And that's not even like, having a quarrelsome which is like openly and outwardly expressing her her unhappiness so it is it is the wife and the mother and and this is so crucial to for us to understand that it it goes hand in hand that we really need to be aware of the tone in our home that we are setting and is it is it a tone? Is this a place right now that is glorifying to God that he would delight in or not? 
And so five things that we can do to cultivate peace in our home. And the first thing is for us to have a morning routine. And I know in the season, I'm, I'm not going to say you need to wake up an hour before your kids. If your kids are waking up at like seven, then yeah, wake up at six and have an hour to yourself. Spend time in the word, do a devotion, go for a walk, have a cup of tea, sit outside and watch the sunrise. If you have the ability to do that, then I would do that because your day is going to get off to a much better start than waking up, being in reactive mode, and then feeling stressed from the get-go. So even if you aren't able, you know, you might have a baby and you're up in the night feeding or your kids might not be sleeping through the night yet. If you're not able to wake up before your kids, then even have a morning routine when you get up. You know, yes, it's probably not going to be peaceful and quiet if your kids are young and don't understand that. But create space. You know, do tell the kids that they have breakfast and then do coloring or play-doh or some acquired activity while you then do your morning routine and get ready and prepare for the day. Because that is one way that you can create peace is by starting slower and starting intentionally rather than starting stressed, rushed and reactive. The other thing that we can do to create peaceful home is really being intentional about setting the atmosphere. And I just spoke about this, but really look at what, what we are allowing into our home. What is the noise that we have in our home? What, what kind of music are you listening to? What kind of books are you reading? What movies and TV shows are you watching? All these things added up impact the atmosphere. So what noises do you have going? Do you have candles or diffusers or of much preferred diffusers because side note, Miss Holistic Me, uh, don't use a candle if it's like full of fragrance and endocrine disruptors and going to do all that. Um, you can you can get better ones. Um, but I just love diffusers and essential oils because you can change the smell based on mood and whatever. Anyway, but all those kinds of things, open up the windows, get fresh air in, get light in. That all adds to the atmosphere. Now, I feel so much better when I've got diffusers on, music playing in the background, the windows are all open, the curtains are all open, uh, there's fresh air in the house. It's just so much nicer and I want to be in there more. So setting the atmosphere and being really intentional about, okay, what am I doing to set the atmosphere? And another part of setting the atmosphere is what does the house look like? Is there piles of washing on the lounge so we can't actually sit down and sit on the lounge at all because it's just piles of laundry that need folding? Is there dishes piled up in the kitchen sink that need doing? All those kinds of things are adding to the atmosphere of your home. 
especially when you aren't seeing them all and going, I really need to do that. I really need to do that. And then you're getting stressed. You're getting overwhelmed. Then the kids are going to pick up on that. Then the husband comes home from work. He looks at the house. He gets stressed and overwhelmed. He sees that you're stressed and overwhelmed and at your end rope. The kids are stressed and overwhelmed. Like it all adds up. And that's why it's so important that we be intentional and simplify our life. You know, no matter where you are on the, well, I don't want systems and rigid routines in my day when we're running a house there's things like that still need to get done though and so we need to be flex we can absolutely be super flexible in our approach I was just coaching a lady and I ask everyone on the scale of zero being you are the most spontaneous person in the world to 10 you are the most rigid person in the world where are you and she was like I'm negative four which is fine. Um, and we, we talked through, okay, well, what, what would a flexible home routine look like for you so that you can still get what you need to done? Because she was super overwhelmed, especially when it came to doing things like dinner because she didn't have a flexible plan in place. That's why we need to simplify down so we can still get the stuff that needs to get done so we're not then adding more stress and more pressure in the environment of our home. Another thing that we need to be aware of is our physical food. What are you feeding yourself? Literally feeding into your mouth, eating. So what are you, we've looked at like, what are you consuming with noise and distractions and all that kind of thing? Now, what are you consuming literally? Because if you have a really bad diet and you, you don't have to be perfect because balance, but if you are eating a diet that is high sugar, high caffeine, high alcohol, high processed, high preservatives, high additives, high flavors, high colors, all, all the things, you know, and, and we just think, oh, well, it's just a little bit in this one. It's just a little bit in this one. Or maybe you've never even looked. Maybe you have no idea of the ingredients in the foods that you are consuming. And we'll go, maybe we'll go into reading labels in another episode. We will. We will get there. So many episodes, so little time. But that is going to add to one, your physical wellness, two, your mental wellness, your ability to cope, your like that, that has a massive flow on of your home. You know, a, a mum only has to be sick for a day to realize mums can't get sick because it flows on. The house seems to explode. Nothing seems to get done. So what we are literally feeding ourselves is important. Another thing is what are you consuming mentally? What are we taking in? mentally what are we feeding ourselves emotionally and this comes from our thoughts but also from the people that we hang around how much time we spend on social media whether we're getting caught in comparing ourselves and comparing our life 
how not having a good grasp on our emotional wellness has a flow on in our homes. And then the last thing, the fifth thing that we can do to cultivate peace and that flows on from emotional wellness is watching what we're speaking, being really intentional about speaking life over our home and our family, speaking truth over our home, over our children, over our marriage, seeing, speaking well, even when we disagree, still speaking well and having a good verbal communication with our husband in front of our children so it models to them communication and helps them to understand um, confrontation and communication and resolving conflicts and all those kinds of things. How we speak has a huge impact on the atmosphere of our home in, in cultivating peace. So I, I go off the um, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is noble, whatever is admirable, if it's worthy of praise, you know that verse. That's what we speak over our family. And if we do need to discipline our child, if we do need to resolve a conflict, if we do need to have a um, discussion with our husband, then we do it in love. Everything we speak comes from a place of, of love. So they are five things that you can do to cultivate peace in your home. So one, your morning routine, how are you starting the day? Are you starting reacting and stressed and rushed because that is flowing on? Or are you starting it slow and intentional and peaceful? Number two, setting the atmosphere. Number three, physical food. Number four was emotional wellness. Being switched on to how your emotions are going, how your attitude is going, how your thoughts are going. And number five, speaking life, watching our words, being intentional about what we are speaking over our home and our family and ourselves even as well. So I pray that that, that blessed you and if you'd love to, I would love you to send, send this episode, share it with a mama friend who, who needs some encouragement. One, to know that she's doing a great job, but to a mum who maybe feels stressed and overwhelmed and needs someone to come along and give her a hug, a virtual hug, tap her on the shoulder and, and do, this, do this together. That is what this is for. This is not, I, I don't want mums to mum alone. Whether we are together in spirit or in person, we, we need each other and we need, we need this village. So be blessed, mama. I love you. I'll be with you next week for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. Well, that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at wholesome mama. 
And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.